Welcome to the Legacy and Faith Show featuring estate and tax attorney Paul Grant. The Legacy and Faith Show is about the journey of discovering how to create plans that protect wealth and family values for generations. And now the host of the Legacy and Faith Show, Paul Grant. Along with co-host Mark Holland, it's the Legacy and Faith Show with Paul Grant, estate and tax planning attorney extraordinaire. Paul been learning so with uh, so oh no much extraordinaire with, huh <laughs> <laughs> we've been learning so much from you the last few few weeks uh, who knew that uh, this subject could be so interesting and so many layers and getting into kind of the good stuff this week I think as uh, the heart of all Christians we want to be generous absolutely in our lives with what the Lord's given us and you're talking about generous generosity and estate planning this week yeah we um had a session about kingdom from kingdom builders last week and it was talking about vision and how to build a kingdom vision and i encouraged listeners to bring that into and relate it to their own family so in other words do we have a family vision that will fulfill the purposes of god's kingdom Mm. see what I have found out for myself is that the more I understand what God has called me to as an individual, which it may sound funny, but it's it's not to be an attorney. That's my skill set. Okay. But it's to be a voice to business owners um, and to the community about education uh, for estate planning and also a hope to be a voice about building vision so that it leads to generosity. So when we have the right vision, then we know where to be generous to. And I think that that's a really important uh, connection that as Christians, we refocus on. So with family issues then, what's our family vision for the kingdom of God? And as we relate it back to estate planning, eventually when we leave this earth, uh, we hope to leave something behind, right, as far as monetary value. So that would be a good idea. Um, and we want to know how to focus that remaining portion, how much can be utilized by family, and what should be the continual heart to fulfill the family vision as far as generosity is mm-hmm. concerned. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I want to share a scripture first. It's a very common scripture. It's one that listeners will certainly recognize mm-hmm. and relate to, hopefully. And it's found out of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. So we have Paul, and he says in verse 7, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things and at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And then it goes on in 11 to say, you will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through your generosity, it will result in thanksgiving to God. Mm. I think this is a great scripture, and specifically yeah. as we start thinking about estate planning, because um, remember, I always look at scripture just a little bit different yes, than most <laughs> people. Um, so, uh, so as it relates to estate planning, uh, there's a purpose to generosity and this, in essence, promise of God that as we're generous 
and it's not under compulsion. So, in other words, we don't want to be legalistic about our generosity. We want to be prompted by the Holy Spirit, led by the Holy Spirit, to say, this is what I want to joyfully do. That That's what God really loves, is a joyful giver, correct? Mm. But... God is able to bless you abundantly is what it says. Right. So as we give, we also know the scripture that he that pressed down, shaken together and overflowing shall man give into your bosom. So um, so that is the cause and effect of giving that we give unto the work in the, of God's kingdom and through other people, God will refresh that and give it back unto us. But why? It's so that we can be generous in all occasions. So, in other words, if there is an occasion, if there is a vision that, that, or excuse me, a a time and a place that lines up with what God has told me is my vision of life and for my family, then being generous is almost automatic to me. Mm. I think many of us struggle in generosity to um, that that we find ourselves trapped in seeking or praying, should I be generous here, God? Should I be generous there, God? And it's almost a struggle mm. to determine and try to listen at that exact time of whether I'm supposed to be generous or not. I, I don't know if anyone else has ever been in that quandary or in that struggle or fight with the Holy sure. Spirit. All I can say is I have been. Yes. Okay? Me too. And so, um, but if I see... My kingdom purpose, and if I know what my personal and family kingdom purpose is, then generosity isn't a struggle. It'll actually be an automatic, this is where I'm called to give all the time. And that's really the hope that I want listeners to hear, Mm -hmm. is that when we build a vision and listen and wrestle with the Holy Spirit about what we are to be called to be generous towards— then it's an automatic mm-hmm. issue. So then when the good opportunity for that vision comes along, we know that exactly where to to plant our seed into. We know exactly how to be generous. And it's no longer a struggle. It's automatic. And I think that's where I really want to be as a Christian is that I want my generosity just to flow from everything that I am. Well, God loves a joyful giver. It talks about that a lot in the Bible, and it is more blessed to give than to receive. And I think we all want to enter into that kind of a mindset when it comes to giving. Yeah, because then verse 11 goes on to say that through your generosity, that thanksgiving will be lifted up to God. Mm. Okay, so um, when we have that kingdom vision, we are really confident that what we are giving towards is the work that he's called us to, and that through our portion, through what we have participated in, that will bring glory to God. It'll help build the kingdom of God, and people will be blessed, salvation will be known, and and God's overall purposes to draw all men unto himself will actually be fulfilled. Yeah. And so that that's really um, a powerful scripture for me as I was kind of looking at it and meditating on it. So then how does that transition then into estate planning? Well, our generosity doesn't have to end just because it's our time to be called home. And so our family vision, and that's why I really want to talk about family vision in generosity, is that our family vision then is something that we hand off to the family and say, continue on. 
So in other words, I really believe God is looking for some patriarchs in this day and age. Mm, yeah. We we hear about the patriarchs of old and the Old Testament um, and how Abraham was a patriarch of faith. And I think God is looking for new patriarchs in this day and age who will lead their family in vision and hand off vision to the family so that the family has a way to go. And then money will follow vision every time. And when we receive it generously from God, we know where to generously put it. And now we have the greater confidence that we actually raised our children in the way that they should go, and we can release them into what their generous hearts are going to be built in because we've Mm -hmm. demonstrated it. Mm -hmm. And so... As we think about family vision and family generosity instead of just where can I give something to God or um, waiting for God to kind of tip my hand to say give here, when we have the family vision, generosity is more instinctful, it is more natural, and then we begin to think uh, very naturally towards what do I do with whatever I have left over. How much do I give to my kids? But because it's so instinctful to be generous towards the building of the kingdom of God, now it becomes a part of who we are in our estate plan. Mm-hmm. And so that we can begin to give out of just that 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 building of what God has called us to do, which is to be generous in every situation. And so, uh, so I really want to encourage our listeners today and I, and I'm not fully there, right? I'm I'm building my family vision. I'm building what God has given me. And so this is a work in progress. So no need to beat ourselves up because we haven't achieved it or because maybe we're just getting started or uh, maybe this is a completely new concept to some listeners as well. Mm-hmm. It's all good. God wants to lead us step by step. Mm-hmm. Line upon line, precept upon precept is how we're built mm-hmm. um, through God's word. So it's good. It's okay. Start where you're at. Let's build a family legacy through vision of generosity, and then it will be very instinctful to add that into our estate plan. Mm-hmm. Instead of me saying, well, do you want to give something? Actually, people will be coming to me to say, I want to give, and I want to leave something to my family. Help me pull this plan together so that we can mm-hmm. achieve all that God mm-hmm. has given us. Well, how then is estate plan giving different than just normal giving during your lifetime? Well, um, I I think that there's several uh, uh, differences that we can talk about in that question, Mark. First of all, when we give uh, currently, then we actually get to watch over and see it fulfilled. So there is a responsibility of maybe even following up uh, in our giving. So when we give to an organization, are we also being good stewards of making sure that they're being uh, uh, utilizing the giving in a proper, mindful, and uh, in a way that I had already planned to give it? Right. So, um, uh, so I don't want to just to give to give, but I want to give towards the purpose. So I get to watch that purpose unfold before me and continually um, input into that vision. Now, when we give in estate planning, that obviously is one of the bigger differences, right. which is that as we give, we're actually entrusting others to then watch over that gift on our behalf. 
Now, sometimes if it's to a church, then we would trust the church or the church board to be integrous and have the financial capacity and abilities to utilize the money well. Or better yet, in so this is just an opinion, but better yet that we've trained up our children to take over watching over what I am being generous towards mm. and empowering them then to pick up and continue my voice in generosity after I've, I'm no longer here mm. to guide it. Mm-hmm. So in one sense, the, um, the gift that we give now, we have the ability to massage it and fine-tune it right. versus the confidence that we've done our job well as parents – or that we have, God has entrusted us to give to a certain organization and that they will be the watchful eye over what I am leaving behind. Mm-hmm. So there is a real call to faith mm-hmm. that says, when I give in an estate plan, then, um, then it really is one of those times when it's an absolute true gift because I'm not here to watch it anymore. Right. And so uh, just a minor difference, but a really important one. Because we need to be ready and trust who is going to pick up the watchfulness of the gift when I'm not here to make sure that the purposes of God are actually being fulfilled. Okay, and that's just kind of where the show gets its name, the legacy, as leaving a powerful legacy of Legacy and Faith Show. With Paul Grant this week, if people are intrigued, uh, Paul, they would like to maybe have you help them with their estate planning. How do they get in touch with you? Come to our website at LegacyAndFaith.com. Lots of information, uh, workshops, uh, email opportunities to communicate with me. We'd love to hear from you. And we can also hear uh, previous shows there. Yep, absolutely. At that website. Back with more. Uh, the subject this week, generosity in estate planning on the Legacy and Faith Show with Paul Grant. Hi, this is Paul Grant with the Legacy and Faith Show. Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. God's people need to be fully prepared in managing their finances and ensuring that their wealth is properly transferred. It is our passion to bring this knowledge to the body of Christ. If your church would benefit from having a financial and estate session that is biblically based, then I encourage you to reach out to us so that we can help design and implement a specific and strategic session for your church. Or if you are interested in estate planning services, then I likewise encourage you to reach out to us. You can go to LegacyInFaith.com and receive all the information you need. Again, go to LegacyInFaith.com. Many families realize that with the passing of each generation, their family legacy is disappearing and they're feeling regret. To alleviate this heartache, memories worth telling writes their family story, and creates a beautiful heirloom book to preserve their unique history. Go to MemoriesWorthTelling.com to schedule your initial consultation and learn how they can capture your legacy. Once again, that's MemoriesWorthTelling.com. This is Paul Grant with the Legacy and Faith Show. I want to remind you that coming up on October 14th at 6 p.m., we have another estate planning workshop, A Biblical Perspective. So head over to the website, LegacyInFaith.com. Sign up. You need the link. There's no cost to attend. It's going to be online only. But head over to LegacyInFaith.com and sign up for our October 14th, 6 p.m. workshop. I'm excited to see you there. We now return to the Legacy and Faith Show, featuring estate and tax attorney Paul Grant. And continue today's practical discussion to apply biblical principles for kingdom purposes. 
And Mark Holland co-hosting the Legacy and Faith Show once again this week with estate and tax planning attorney Paul Grant. And this week, kind of an interesting subject, generosity in estate planning. We all want to be able to uh, give to those organizations that we care about. Uh, of course, the family organization, first and foremost, our own family. Yep. But beyond that, there's ways to bless other churches or other organizations with our estate. Yeah, the the idea of allowing our generosity to be so ingrained in who we are that it is a very natural discussion to say, I don't want my generosity to end when I pass away. Mm. So how can we take advantage of that? And so uh, that's what our discussion is here today, being generous for the kingdom purposes and how that fits within our estate plan. Mm -hmm. And also, who knew that uh, there can be some tax advantages to giving in this way? Discuss that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Just like there's a tax advantage right now when you give, right? If if you have enough giving or other write-offs, such as mortgages and other things, then you can itemize your tax return. Mm. And even in... Uh, when we're closing an estate, believe it or not, it really works very similarly. And we need to not be afraid that we can receive a blessing or utilize our giving for our own advantage. I don't think that offends God whatsoever. Hmm. As a matter of fact, in in Matthew um, 17, uh, there's a discussion about uh, Jesus coming into Copernicum, and he instructed Peter, uh, it, it's about taking the tax or the the offering for the uh, synagogues there. And ultimately, what, what Jesus instructed Peter was, go down to the lake, put in one line, um, pull up a fish, and there's going to be a gold coin in yeah, there. That's an amazing so, story. So, um, so I'd really love to do fishing like that, yeah. Jesus. I mean, if you're <laughs> just saying. Um, and so, but but it's the end part of it that struck me. So uh, it really influenced me. And so I I want us to hear this mm. at the very end when the coin was taken out of the fish mouth. Jesus said, "Then take that, Peter, and give it to the synagogue." For you and for me. So isn't that interesting? Mm. It wasn't just for Jesus. Jesus could have said, hey, take the coin and make sure that I'm all caught up. And Peter, good luck, right? um, I want you to go on a task for my purpose. And I'm not so sure that, um, that in our way of thinking that that would offend most Christians, but I think it offends God because he wants us to understand that we are to be participants with him and he with us. Hmm. So to take advantage of a of a tax break, to take advantage of something um, in our giving, I I believe that's actually how God wants this all to work. Hmm. Is together we're generous. God's a generous God. He hmm. so loved the world that He gave, right? Right. And He gave the ultimate. And so God is a generous God. He wants us to be generous because it reflects who He is. So yes, there. There can be a tax advantage. Um, very similarly, when we're closing an estate, if the gift is re- left in a proper way, and there, of course, is a huge uh, distinguishing factor, is that we have to plan the gift so that it can actually be taken advantage of, that 
um, if there was a tax return due on the estate, so in Washington, if someone passes away and they have more than $2.2 million, uh, the actual number is 2193000 but who's counting? Okay. Um, so for our, for our discussions, $2.2 million, then they would be required to file a tax return for Washington state. Now, the federal government just raised that. Trump signed a new tax bill, and that went up to approximately 11.2 to 11.5. We're not exactly sure where it's going to fall, but it, it's, it's way up there now. So if someone has an estate that is worth more than 2.2 in Washington or more than $11.5 million for a federal, um, we need to file a tax return either mm-hmm. with the state or with the federal government. And generosity is an excellent opportunity to actually reduce the estate. So if I have um, a dollar figure, let's say I have $2.5 million, then I can actually write up an estate plan that says anything over what the current tax limit is. So $2.2 million is to go to a qualified charity and we... As an attorney, I would make sure that the language is sufficient, make sure that it's properly worded so that, in essence, we're going to take that extra money, that $300,000 in my example, we're going to put it over towards whatever organization someone wants to be generous Mm -hmm. with. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we have magically pulled that down to where there is no estate tax due um, for Washington State anymore. So I don't know about you, but... Uh, Much I would rather give it to a, I, I would rather yeah. not pay taxes if right. I don't have to, right. right? Right. And so these are some of the things that we can do with generosity. And it's good and it's right to go ahead and utilize what man has put together for the purposes of God's kingdom. So we can be generous in our estate plan and we can also take advantage of it so that we're not paying undue or unwanted taxes and yet simultaneously getting it to a great place. So that's how some of the tax advantages can work. So it's very similar to what we do right now is mm-hmm. that we report to the IRS we gave. Uh, it's a little bit different in our current giving versus in an estate plan when we give. The tax, the tax advantages are slightly different, but, the, but, what, but you can see exactly what uh-huh. can take place uh-huh. is that we can utilize a tax advantage when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. Well, how is, diff, uh, how is it different to give uh, to a large organization versus maybe a smaller community church? Yeah, um, this is one of the um, uh, difficult discussions when we want to be generous in an estate plan. Mm. So in past shows, we've talked about the idea that an inheritor, um, because it's quote-unquote free money, that they may not appreciate the gift that's given to them. And most inheritances are spent within 12 months. Mm. Uh, I've given That's ex- scary, yeah, yeah, no matter exactly. how big. Yeah, and, and I've given an example to where um, you know $1.5 million gone in two years and nothing to show for it. I mean, that, that's a real-life example. Um, and so uh, God has designed us as parents, I believe, to... Um, to have hope in our children's strengths and forgive their weaknesses. Mm. And that's really important to listen to. We have hope in our children's strengths, but we forgive their weaknesses. And so one of the more difficult things I have is I need to help a parent understand that it's possible that their kids go through 
um, their estate plan. Okay, so then how does that apply to big organization versus small organization, right? Because I haven't lost track of the question. I really haven't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is that um, a lot of small churches have the same problem, Mm -hmm. is that they're ran by our next-door neighbor, Who's on our church board? Well, usually it's our neighbor Joe and and his wife Mary and and the list goes on. So oftentimes, well-meaning people who want to do well, okay, so I'm not I'm not going against their intent. I'm not saying anything about it, but the issue is still the same. If we leave just a large chunk of money to individuals that have no financial training, even if they want to do well, then all of a sudden, the small church may get a little bit starry-eyed that says, wow, look at this gift that we have. Look at all the things that we can do with it. And, um, and there is the potential danger of leaving money to a smaller organization that exists when we leave things to our own children, yeah. which is that they could go through it faster than what we really wanted or really intended. Mm. Now, I know a lot of people would say, well, I don't care. At least it got to the right organization. Yes, you do care. Yes, you do. <laughs> you really do. Because if you gave $100,000 to a church today and they misused that gift, what would your initial response be? Well, I'm going to think really hard of giving a larger gift. Maybe it's better if I give them $5,000 um, over a period right. of time. And so so we actually really do care. Right. And so we want to make sure that we can utilize our giving in a manner that continues to uphold our long-term kingdom vision. And well-meaning people sometimes make financial mistakes. Okay, I don't know if anyone else has made a financial mistake. I'll be bold and say I have. Okay, Okay? (laughs) not not every single financial decisions I've made has been perfect. Darn it. Mm. Okay, so um, so we need to be intelligent not just how we leave our gift behind to our family, but as we consider generosity. As we consider leaving things behind to nonprofit organizations, we need to have the discussion of, well, are they used to receiving a gift like what you're about ready to leave? Um, do, do they have a plan already in place that fulfills your long-term vision mm. for the generosity? Mm-hmm. And if not, then we can set up in the estate plan itself the opportunity to have the gift be given over time or have the children, again, the children come in because they may share the same vision and the heartbeat that you've given them of Jesus, that we can have them be a voice in that distribution to the organizations that you want to bless. And so this can be a family event that we leave behind while simultaneously building the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And that's, I believe, what generosity should do. Generosity in estate planning, a very interesting subject this week. Didn't have time to get to the question about maybe a family foundation. That'll come up, I'm sure, on a future broadcast. We can get broadcast. to that, sure. <laughs> a very intriguing subject this week. If people need help with their estate planning, tax purposes, uh, how do they get in touch with you, Paul? Come over to our website at LegacyInFaith.com. Podcasts, uh, email opportunity to communicate. I'd love to get your emails. I'd love to get your questions, feedback about the show. It helps me direct 
um, what I'm talking about to make sure that listeners are being fulfilled in, in their questions. Legacyandfaith.com. More of the Legacy and Faith show next week with estate and tax planning attorney Paul Grant here on KCIS. Thank you for joining us for the Legacy and Faith show. You can find more information about the show and Paul Grant at LegacyAndFaith.com. Join us next week at the same time as we learn to build God's kingdom and continue our journey on how to protect wealth and family values for generations. All discussions on the Legacy and Faith Show are intended to be about general legal issues. If a situation applies to you, then we encourage you to seek specific legal advice. Please do not rely upon any discussions from this program in place of having a personal relationship with your attorney. Any listener question that may have been answered also does not constitute legal advice and does not establish a client-attorney relationship.